Welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and I need a little sip of beverage to help get me through this busy, busy night. You guys, I have recorded a total of four podcast episodes this week. Sunday night, we were going to record San Diego Comic-Con 2019 Parts 1 and 2, first the toys, then the media, with our pals Ryan and Jay, and scheduling difficulties reared their ugly heads. It didn't happen, uh, but what did end up happening is I was able to talk to our pal Jason Wilson, director of the award-winning documentary Troublemaker... Uh, which will be premiering a uh, world premiere announcement coming August 1st. I was able to talk to Wilson for uh, an hour ish uh, for some audio that will be released sometime proximal to the announcement of the world premiere of Troublemaker. Uh, you can probably guess, but that's all I'm going to say for now. Uh, so Sunday night, not a complete loss, ended up getting some good recording done. Now, last Friday, I was supposed to talk to a very special guest who, as of yet, I will not name, uh, but so- somebody very important uh, or, or relevant to something very important in my life, uh, set up by Mr. Bo Brown. And I got home from work on Friday and the internet was out. It it was back up at three thirty the next morning when I woke up to go to work, but it was out that night. By the like when I went to bed, we still had no internet, no cable, no nothing. So unfortunately, I had to send this gentleman a, an email saying, "I have no internet. I'm so sorry. I cannot record tonight. Can we reschedule?" And very sweet, nice, understanding, great guy. I ended up having an awesome conversation with him that you guys are really going to enjoy and that will be posted somewhere closer to dragon con uh he said no problem at all we can talk monday night so we talked monday night so sunday night talked to wilson monday night talked to this gentleman and then tonight thursday night mere minutes before friday uh i was going to talk to our head of research ryan and our pal belligerent monkey Jay about the toys and the media of San Diego Comic-Con split it up into two episodes like I've been doing for the past year, uh, possibly past two years. I can't remember. And, uh, it's going to be our, our, you know, the old, the, the, the triumvirate back together again, the original three nerds, uh, just talking nerd stuff. And unfortunately, uh, Jay got caught up at work. And in the word, the immortal text of our pal Ryan, Jay is fires, which I hope explains the cover of this week's episode, the 275th episode of the Needless Things podcast to you. So for this toy episode, it's just me and Ryan 
talking about some of the coolest toys that were shown at this year's San Diego Comic-Con. There was some cool stuff. There was some great stuff. My wallet is uh, not as... It's not cringing in fear as much as it has in past years, but there is definitely... Uh, a lot of stuff I'm pretty excited about, and me and Ryan talk about all of it on this episode. And then we immediately, well, not immediately, we took we took a quick break uh, in order to purge liquids and replenish liquids. And then we came back with Mr. Mike Gordon to talk about the media of Dragon Con, movies and TV shows. And... We, we did kind of a different format for both of these episodes where we each sort of hit on the highlights that we wanted to talk about, and that was it. And it resulted in shows that were not quite as long, but I think were uh, much more focused and entertaining. And I, I had a great time recording tonight, but it was two and a half hours of recording, and now I've got to do production because this episode goes up in less than 12 hours. I've got to have this thing done. Which is okay, though, because, as I said, four episodes in one week. I'm feeling pretty good about that. Uh, So, what's going on in other aspects of Phantom's world? Uh, So, as I mentioned, Troublemaker, the documentary shot about me over the course of roughly 13 months by one Jason C. Wilson. Uh, It has been doing the... Uh, awards or not award circuit the the independent film festival circuit and has won many awards uh we got best feature at scum dance we have won uh best feature at a couple places best uh, if we're, we're doing all right you guys and these are people that don't know us it's not like it's my buddies telling me yeah it was pretty good these are complete strangers watching troublemaker uh and and enjoying it and liking it and and appreciating it so this is a big big deal and i'm excited it's a great time wilson is absolutely amazing what he has done uh what his sons have done with the score for the movie which by the way once you hear it you're going to want to just buy a record of it uh it's i'm so proud i'm so proud and i'm so excited to be able to announce the world premiere on august 1st thursday august 1st next thursday uh and then the following day obviously i will reiterate it on next week's episode of the needless things podcast uh what else is going on in my wacky wacky life dragon con is upon us the dragon con progress report has been published on dragoncon.org for a couple of weeks now and over the past week i've completed my rundown of the progress report that i post every single year on needlessthingspodcast.com that will be going up on monday 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 july 29th uh you will be able to go through and read again highlights of the progress report This coming Sunday, we are recording the August Needless Commentary because I got to get it knocked out now. I do with Dragon Con impending. I do not have time for things like Needless Commentaries later in August, so we're knocking that out on Sunday. Uh, We are watching Heavy Metal with our special guests Elzig and Evil Jim. That's right. Guests from two previous episodes, Blue Hawaii and Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, will be coming into the Phantom Zone together to watch Heavy Metal, one of the greatest animated adult features of all time. This is our hot August Dragon Con pick. 
Because there, honestly, is there anything dorkier than heavy metal? I don't think so. Uh, so that's what we're doing on Sunday. Uh, what else is happening? I have announcements of Dragon Con panels coming up. I am doing plenty of stuff at Dragon Con that is not game shows, but I will also be doing plenty of partying at Dragon Con this year because my schedule is. I'm not going to say so much that my schedule is lighter, but there is less responsibility in my schedule uh, than there has been in quite a few years. And I am looking forward to it, my friends. Um, gosh, I feel like there was one other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, of course, August 10th, August 10th, Marred Up Fest 3 at Mule Camp Tavern in Gainesville, Georgia. Dale Jepson and the Nighthawks, former Needless Things podcast guest, Dale Jepson will be making his grand return to Georgia to rock asses and flood basements. Uh, Dale Jepson is playing... Uh, Elzig is playing. The Casket Creatures are playing. Die 985 is playing, uh, I think. Man, I hope I didn't just fuck that up. But anyway, a bunch of badass local bands are coming out to support Dale Jepson and the Nighthawks, who are once again coming in from Texas. And there's it's a whole day of stuff. It starts at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon or something. And they're doing games. There's going to be a meet and greet. Bands are playing all day. Uh, it, it's going to be, I, I missed the past two marred up fests. I happen to be off this weekend, but I'm still not totally positive. I'm going to be able to make it out. Um, but you should, it's, it's, it is a social media bonanza. Absolutely ridiculous things happen. Great music is played. It's a, I don't want to say once in a lifetime cause there've been, there will have been three of them now. But it's a memorable, huge event that you'll be telling your friends about for months and years to come. So, like I said, I, I'm i off that weekend. I don't totally know I'm going to be able to get out to Gainesville. But uh, you guys should absolutely get out there and uh, witness the insanity that is Dale Jepson and the Nighthawks. Uh, Buck Swiftly, they're some kind of inbred moron they have on a rope or something. I don't understand that. Uh, there's Bobby, hang on, Bobby Q is their manager and he's going to be there this time. I guess he can't go to every show cause he's some rich Texas person. Uh, all the women, I don't, uh, judging by Dale Jepson's musical content, it surprises me a little bit that they would bring their women folk on the road with them, but I guess they do. And maybe their women folk are up for some, you know, crazy road action. Uh, Roadhead, I don't know. Uh, it's it's madness. I've only had the opportunity to see Dale Jepson and the Nighthawks twice now. And after talking to Dale Jepson on the Needless Things podcast, which you should go to Needless Things, or actually, no, oldneedlessthings.com is the archives, the Needless Things archives. You could go to oldneedlessthings.com, look for Dale Jepson. You'll find the Dale, De- Dale Jepson interview, which I didn't know what to expect, but it was actually a really good interview. And uh, there you go. I think that's the last thing I've got to put over. Oh, theme park alchemy. Do, 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 do. They make candles that smell like theme parks. 
isn't that how that song goes i don't know anyway uh i've had way too much rum at this point it's way too late at night after getting up at 3 30 in the morning and it's way too time to start this episode of the needless things podcast Yeah, it's bare. Okay, so that's how we're we're just we're gonna start. That's like how much has happened, I guess, since Comic Con. Is the uh, for the listeners, you know, we you can follow along on toyark.com, but the SDCC link page is like three pages deep now, <laughs> buried behind new stuff. It's crazy. Like I'm looking at all this stuff that I didn't see at the show or read about. It's not like I was there, but but we were. I mean, we were following pretty closely all weekend. Yeah. Uh, well, we're. Uh, I am here with Ryan. Ryan, head of research. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here at one of the most exciting events of the year, as watched online. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> a, a very good armchair event. Uh, unfortunately, uh, our pal, the belligerent monkey, Jay is fires. Yep. Poor old Jay just couldn't make it tonight. Couldn't make it Sunday night. Couldn't make it tonight. So we're uh, we're going to sit here. The two of us are going to talk about uh, the toy news from San Diego Comic-Con. And then we are going to record another hour that will air next week on the Needless Things podcast, uh, where our special guest, Mike Gordon, will join us to talk about the movie and other media news from San Diego Comic-Con. But, of course, this being needless things, we've got to talk about the toys first. Mm-hmm. So, did you have, was there, uh, well, you know what, let's start with something that wasn't actually from San Diego Comic-Con, but we have to mention because it looks so awesome. Uh, did you see those Mafex into the Spider-ver- uh, Spider-Verse figures? Yeah, those things are amazing. And Mafex on the whole, like, I don't collect Mafex, but some of the stuff they were showing was pretty damn impressive. Yeah, that Dark Knight looked really good, too, but the, yeah. the Spider-Verse ones were the ones that blew me away. And I've, I've got a couple of Mafex figures, and they're they're mostly good. What's really difficult is when you get a figure arts and a Mafex of the same character, and you really see the things that one company does better than the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, but on their own, they just look great. And these Spider-Verse figures, the combination of the cool stylized sculpts, shit tons of articulation and accessories, and then the soft goods clothing, like really make these look as special as the movie itself was. Yeah, I really like the stylization on the Peter Parker. I think it looks great. Um, and how do those scale as far as with other 112s? They are a little large. I'm, I'm actually sitting here right now looking at the 
shit, I actually can't remember if this is figure arts or math X. Let me, oh, this is a math X. Okay. So actually, no, I take that back. Um, these are true 12th scale. I believe they're smaller than Marvel legends. Um, they're, they're about like the movie masters that Mattel did. Oh, okay. They're about that scale. So they're not, um, they're not like one twelve collective scale, uh, but they're bigger than figure arts figures. Figure arts are almost like five inch scale. Like they're, they're smaller. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, these just looked incredible. And these are one of the first things I saw and I immediately was like, shit, I have to have those. Cause I was so disappointed. There wasn't a good line of spider verse figures. Uh, and if you, if you go to big bad toy store, you can pre-order miles right now for like $95, but at hobby link Japan, it's like 65. I don't know what the difference is or why, but I mean, 65 granted it's a shit ton of money for one six inch scale action figure, but it's an imported figure. It is obviously far higher quality and everything than just a Marvel Legends figure. Like, you can't compare that to a Marvel Legends figure, uh, to a $20 figure. So it, it's it's kind of up to, you know, how badly you want the best, like, Spider-Verse Miles Morales figure that's been made. And if you if you go in and look around, you can see the soft goods are totally removable, so he's just in the Spider-Man costume. You know, and speaking of, like, merch for Spider-Verse, do you think they just didn't expect it to be as good or do as good? Because, I mean, Marvel Legends should have cranked out a whole wave. Yeah, they should have. Kingpin Build-A-Figure, like, I'm such an easy wave to do. Well, and they did, you know, they did the kid-oriented line, which it drives my, my, son, my son, who's basically just collecting Marvel Legends now, um... It drives him crazy when those those basic lines, like put out a Spider-Man figure whose knees don't even bend. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Like it, it's completely ridiculous, and that's what that whole Spider-Verse line was. And that's all they did was the basic kids line. Uh, did and, and I think you're right. I think that Hasbro looked at it as a kids movie, mm-hmm. and the, and that was kind of the end of it for them. Now. I would be willing to bet for the sequel we'll see something a little <clears throat> different. I wouldn't expect them to be Marvel Legends. I'd think maybe they'd do something more like the Gamerverse. Yeah, I could see that. Or, I mean, even get into those, what's Star Wars, what's Hasbro calling that new stylized line they're going to do? Oh, the Hyper Reel? No, the more kiddie oriented one, but they're more... Oh, the Galaxy of Adventures? <clears throat> yeah, I could see them doing more Spider-Verse that kind of quality. Yeah, if they actually articulated them like that, that that would be very cool. Those and those are five inch scale. They're not three and three quarter inch like the current Galaxy of Adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, well, what what they're so reminiscent of, and, and this is actually going right into San Diego Comic Con news because that's where these were uh, premiered. We're talking about it's technically the third wave of Galaxy of Adventures figures based on the uh, animated shorts that Disney has been producing that retell the original trilogy. I don't have they dipped into anything else? Have they done prequels at all or anything, do you know? Not that I know of, but I haven't watched a ton of them. 
I no, I haven't I haven't seen a whole lot either because they're all I think they're all on YouTube maybe, and and I caught maybe one or two actually on Disney XD or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and and they're the the two that I saw were great. I liked them a lot, oh. but it's uh this is technically the third wave, but they're completely redoing the line, and they're almost exactly like the Disney toy box figures, which is a fantastic toy line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the yeah. Disney Store exclusives that are the very stylized. It's from Disney Infinity, the video game. Uh, the, that's where all the designs come from. They're very stylized, animated style. They look great. They're loaded with articulation. And they had a twelve ninety nine price point at the Disney Store, which is the only place you could get them. Uh, and these these new Galaxy of Adventure figures are nine ninety nine, Same scale, same amount of articulation, the designs are a little different, but certainly reminiscent. Uh, these are cool. I don't think I'll collect them, but they're cool. I, th- I like them. Yeah, I won't get them, but <clears throat> I look forward to seeing them in the store. Yeah, I yeah. Think I, I think if I still had younger kids, I would, might would get them, but yeah, this, they're. I can't pretend to be buying things for my kids anymore. Yeah, those those would definitely be excuse toys. Like your young kids would end up with them for sure because you wanted to buy them. Right. It's kind of like how we got every one of the superhero squad toys. Right. Just because I wanted them. Yeah, yeah. And Imagine X for years, that was that was my thing. Was like I'm going to buy every DC Imagine X thing that comes out. Uh, you know whether he's necessarily interested in it or not because they're <laughs> awesome. Uh, so yeah, that was that. I guess that's the first Star Wars thing we'll hit on. And, and just to wrap up on those uh, Spider Verse figures, they showed. Uh, old Peter Parker, who didn't look quite paunchy enough to me, but you know we'll we'll see how that turns out. And then Miles Morales, uh, both of them. Peter Parker didn't seem to have all of his access. Or was it Peter B. Parker? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. He didn't seem to have a lot of accessories, but I, I for sure believe they'll show more. But Miles had four different heads, a bunch of hands. Uh, he comes with four different webs. And then, like I said, the removable soft goods, uh, shorts, shirt, and hoodie that come off, and you've got just a Miles in his Spider-Man costume. Uh, it's it's great. I'll probably end up getting at least Miles. Yeah. Uh, and then on to, to Star Wars, since we already hit on that a little bit, we knew there wasn't going to be much. <laughs> what we, an understatement we, that is. <laughs> we didn't know how little not much would really end up being. Now, we've had a few months since Toy Fair to sort of digest the hyper-real Darth Vader. Uh, I'm not really any more excited about it than I was then. I th- if they had just done a straight-up rip-off of Mezco's 112 Collective and done a Vader like that for the same price, I would probably be all in on that. Yep. But I'm not interested in this thing that doesn't fit in with anything else in my collection and doesn't look as good quality wise as the 112 figures but vader needs somebody to fight obviously what do you think of the choice that they made that's uh dagobah fatigues luke rather than jedi luke it's stupid especially because if you look at the base he comes with like i'm on hasbro pulse right now looking at it and the base, obviously, you know, it hooks to the other one. Um, let me pull it back up. I just don't understand. Like, 
why would he have the Dagobah outfit on with the Death Star base? I, I, like, I, I kind of get it because, yeah, Jedi Luke is cooler, but the Dagobah fatigues are a little more interesting to look at. And you also have some more options with that. Like he'll, I'm sure he'll have the removable hand. He may have, um, well, shit. I don't know what else he. I mean, there's no point in giving him a backpack because then they're kind of obligated to do a Yoda. And I'm sure at this point they're not ready to totally pull the trigger on this being a full line. And honestly, all they showed, I didn't even realize this until I saw somebody else talking about it. It was a render. It's not even an actual prototype. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't realize it. It's, oh, that's it, right, because I you, did see the pictures of the colored render, and then on the Star Wars dot, on Plasma Pulse, yeah, this is a render. Yeah, yeah. It's it's totally just a computer-generated render. So, I mean, if if I'm being super cynical, they did this to try and drum up some more sales for Vader, and I, I would say Luke at this point, well, they've got the pre-order up on Pulse, though. But, I mean, they. let me just, you know what? Can we take a second to talk about Hasbro Pulse? Yeah. Uh, I'm not happy with Hasbro Pulse. Well, what's so crazy is we had completely opposite experiences with the exact same wave, right? We're talking about the uh, Afra Triple Zero yeah. and BT yeah, like, I had mine for weeks, everything came, no issues, and then you, they canceled yours, right? They, okay, well, here's here's the weird thing. One, it is incredibly difficult to search your orders on the website because they have them grouped. You can only look at, I think, six or eight at a time. And they're all by order number. They're not by what the actual item is. If you order, say, a wave of Marvel Legends, they split that up into six orders. And what's amazing is they ship them. And they ship them separately. It's so ridiculous. Um, So I don't care for that at all. And then when you go back and look through your orders, you will actually see... Like the original order for six figures, and it shows as canceled and then restocked. And then you go further up and you see six separate orders that have the same order number with an A through uh, what? A, B, C, D, E, F, A through F beside them, where they've split it into separate orders. And those will have their various status. Like it's very difficult to find one specific thing. And then I've got items in there that have been canceled twice but are shown as, uh, like, in progress. So let's say I go to Target tomorrow and I find uh, the skiff, which I pre-ordered from them, Jabba, the Jabba's skiff. Currently it's showing as canceled, which seems to be their process. At some point they cancel it and restock and then ship it. But the problem is, if I go find it in the store, I want to buy it and cancel it from Hasbro Pulse, and I can't because it's showing as canceled. Mm. Uh, and then the other problem that I've got is these things are showing up in stores before they're even shipping from Hasbro Pulse, which part of the original pitch for the website is have the opportunity 
to pre-order items and get them before other stores have them. Yeah. Uh, I have now found, so I, I pre-ordered the, uh, the Toy Biz Retro X-Men because I want every single one of those figures, the, the blister-carded oh, yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Found Iceman in GameStop the other day. So those are out. Those are hitting. Huh. Just saw a post on Instagram. Oh, we found uh, Juggernaut and Colossus in Target the other day. Still listed as pre-order on Hasbro Pulse. Um, just saw a picture on Instagram of uh, several of the 80th anniversary two-packs. Uh, Hala and Scourge. Uh, Steve, or uh, Captain America and... and uh, What's her face? Oh, Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter. Well, I found Grandmaster and Korg did two weeks ago. Yeah, see, that's that's crazy, man. And granted, I didn't pre-order any of those, but if you go to the Hasbro Pulse website, those are still listed as pre-orders. Yeah. Which is, it's, uh, to me, I feel like I was deceived a little bit as to the nature of Hasbro Pulse, because the impression that I got was that as these things were being shipped to retailers, they would be being shipped to us at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. So that, you know, maybe maybe I'll get them the same time Target gets them, but it wouldn't be like weeks between when I first see them at retail and when I get them in my hands from Hasbro Pulse. Right. Because at this point, I might as well just order from Amazon. Right. Exactly. Especially because, you know, we have the free premium membership, which is great because it ships for free, but Amazon does that too. So right. yeah, Amazon's I'm going to wait. It's going to get it to me sooner and potentially cheaper because sometimes within a week of being posted, these, as a matter of fact, something I saw something on Amazon earlier. One of the two packs is already down five bucks on Amazon. I can't remember which one it was, but it was like the price is forty nine ninety nine, and it was like forty four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as of now, uh, I I've, I haven't canceled. Well, no, I actually did. I canceled some of my pre-orders on Hasbro Pulse, but it was mainly because it was stuff that I was like, you know what, if I don't end up getting this, it's not going to kill me. Uh, but as of now, I, I don't think I'm going to pre-order anything else. And even after they put up all the San Diego Comic-Con waves, uh, even the, the uh, Lebowski Thor wave that I definitely want, but I haven't pre-ordered it yet because I'm, I'm a little soured on the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, well, and I'm surprised because, you know, I was under the impression, too, that things like uh, the Grandmaster and the Collector that got sold at San Diego. That we'd were, get first dibs on them. Yeah, and I haven't seen anything that seems to indicate that. Well, and they've, they've made it pretty clear. Like, I think the Collector, that's it for him. Like, they've kind of said, we may not release this anywhere else. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I assume... Well, Hasbro Pulse, since I'm a premium member and I'm supposed to get these perks, perhaps that will be where it is, but I haven't seen anything that indicates that. Well, no, they're, they've they've given the dates for when they're going to go up on Hasbro Pulse, mm-hmm. but as premium members, we don't get like an early shot at it or anything. Right, which or, is what should have happened. Right, it's exactly what, I mean, that's what they said was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so th- this has been pretty, you know, initially it was great. Uh, yeah. At first, they were getting stuff out. Um, I mean, I, I got the first wave of figures I got from them. I can't remember what it was now, but it was it was. I've just now started seeing them in stores. 
So I like, think it was Kingpin Wave. Yes, the first ones yeah, I got. The, the Kingpin Wave uh, was the first one, and then the uh, the current X Men Wave um, that I haven't even gotten the whole thing out yet, or I haven't I haven't put it up yet. The current one. Uh, Oh, not Forge. the Apocalypse Wave. No, not the Apocalypse Wave. Oh, yeah, uh, The yeah, Caliban yeah. Wave. Caliban. Caliban Wave. I've just started seeing that in stores, and I, I've had it for easily a month now. So, I mean, it, at first it was pretty good, and now it seems to have fallen off. And, and that's, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, and they didn't address anything about it at Comic-Con, so. Yeah. Uh, best best to move on, I suppose. Oh, yeah, so Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, Star, Star Wars. Wars. Oh, wait, I think we're done with Star Wars. <laughs> well, so there was Luke, and then there was the Sith Trooper, which is our first Rise of Skywalker figure. Which um, is the pre, you know, they, they always do a preview figure of some kind. Yeah, it's a red, red Stormtrooper. I it mean, looks great. I, I want... Yes. If I can get it, I want the Comic-Con exclusive one with all the extra weapons. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, not a must-have. And, you know, I don't blame them for Star Wars. Like, you know, we know it's a movie year, um, so we know they're going to hold back. Um, and it's not rumor- Hasbro's fault. It's Lucasfilm. Right. Well, and the rumor is, though, which I kind of believe, you know, Force Friday is in – when is Force Friday? September, um, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's when it has been. I think it's a little oh. later this year. Oh, it is, you're right. It's in November because yeah. it's when Disney Plus launches. Um, but what some people are saying is they are going to actually reveal more figures oh, in here D23. We go. Triple Force Friday, October 4th. Okay, so it's coming. Um, I think they may show some figures at D23. Next week, um, I don't know what, but I mean, you gotta remember, like all the other movies, we saw some figures before the big to do. So, you know, I think they're holding stuff back. At least they could put out like show a Mandalorian or you know show a Ray, something we know is going to be in it. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, you know, it's Star Wars. Another year's come and gone, and. I don't have a Black Series X-Wing, which is sad. Yeah, I'm actually a little surprised. Well, see, I don't know. I've gone back and forth on that Black Series X-Wing concept. Like, on the one hand, it feels like something they kind of have to do. But on the other hand, with how badly that TIE Fighter failed, I I don't know. They They may consider that done. They may. Now... One thing they did this year, which, God, it pissed me off. I mean, I wouldn't say pissed me off, but so Hasbro did awesome displays this year. Yeah, yeah. The Star Wars one was amazing. The Marvel Legends one was unreal. But in the Hasbro one, so they kind of changed it and kept putting stuff out. But they put in custom figures in it. Uh, That Bib Fortuna pissed me off. Yeah, they're like, here's Bib Fortuna. Not really a black figure. Oh. You know. The Rancor, that thing looks amazing. Now, they did an interview, and they did not rule out that that Rancor could be produced. Right, they did that gauging interest thing. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't, would I buy the Rancor? I don't know, maybe. Um, 
Fib Fortuna, you've got to have some of like I think they put a medic droid in there and uh oh I'm not gonna remember his name uh Ed Ev99 Ev99 yeah. was in there and he looked good not one that I necessarily need but looked good but yeah they put these like custom figures in the display case which I just don't understand well we don't even have a modern three and three quarter inch Bib Fortuna. Oh, I didn't know that. No, there is not a modern release. The last one that came out was like 2002, I want to say. Oh, so backlight, green card. No, no, no. That would have been Clone Wars. uh, Not Clone Wars, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. I I believe that's the most recent one we've got, which is insane, especially considering, one, that they did that Jabba the Hutt years ago, the Walmart exclusive one. And yeah. now that they're doing all of the Jabba, you know, they did the sail barge. They did. They're doing the the three skiff guards they've never done before. They're doing Jabba's. They're redoing Jabba's skiff, but we don't have a bib for tuna. What is that? That's crazy. That does suck. Oh, you know what else was in a black series announcement? They didn't show it, which I think is a crap move. So they were asked about making Zeb. So, you know, Zeb is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the they... last member of Rebels that we're missing. Zeb is going to be a damn deluxe figure well, Ze- at the Zeb... higher price point. Zeb's the last member of Rebels we're missing unless you actually want, like, a more recent Sabine and Ezra. And, uh, you know, I've, I, I actually co- – I don't collect a lot of Black Series. Uh, yeah. But I did get the Rebels figures, and I'm a little annoyed that Ezra is not more recent. Yeah, I would have preferred a more recent Ezra. You know, I'm going to be happy that we actually got them all. I didn't think that might actually happen at yeah, one point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sabine, I like the Sabine we got. I think if I had to pick a Sabine out of across the show, that's the version I would pick. Um, but yeah, Ezra, I would have preferred a more end of the season kind of Ezra. Although it was fun opening it and I got his little blaster lightsaber thing out and I was like, Oh God, I forgot how awful this thing was. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, Zeb, look, if they want to say he's got to be a deluxe figure, fine, whatever, but don't try and act like he's a tougher thing to figure out than that crappy general Grievous they just put out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Now, do you have the General Grievous? I don't, but I've read enough reviews to have a pretty good idea that it's not much better than the three and three quarter inch General Grievous figures that won't stand up after like three months. So here's the weird thing. On the shelf, once you can configure him to stand, he looks amazing. I mean, he looks great, but I'm constantly picking him up and trying to like balance him a certain way right right and the knees just fold under the weight and like you know he's kind of like lv is really hard to stand up like that but yeah that grievous and i don't know how they could have made it any different honestly can I, mean, I they, can i tell you my my trick that i had to use for my three and three quarter inch grievous yeah i got what some i got some fishing line and put it around his neck as support uh-huh. And then stuck it to the bottom of the shelf above him. So he's uh. essentially like he's hanging with his feet on the ground. That would be cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll try it, that. It, it totally works. And I would imagine... Actually, I've got a few 
in this room there are a few figures that I've had to sort of do that with. That there's a Jack Skellington I had to do it with. Um, a lot of like really wobbly top heavy figures that just don't. Oh, Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep's another one, mm. which is a Naka figure with the stupid rubber feet for some reason. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So it, that's that's one of my little tricks. But the thing is, I have to put them in just the right spot so I can put the fishing line over the support of the upper shelf. Ah, uh, the only other Rebels figure I think. Well, I'd really want Price. I'd really want, uh, and I'm gonna say it wrong because I always do Rock, Rook. Oh yeah, he'd be great. I'd love. And I um, think that's the only way we'd get him. I'd love. Uh, oh shit! What's his character? Oh, the uh, Fulcrum uh, guy. No, yeah. the the uh, the Imperial guy that ended up being a double agent or ended up joining the. Yeah, yeah, he did Fulcrum after. Um, it was after Ahsoka gave up the persona. He used it for a little while. I know, yeah. I can't remember his name right now, but um, I can't either. Uh, the Inquisitors would be great. Ahsoka would be great. A Rebels Ahsoka. That would be nice to get her. Yeah, and I, she'd I, sell. Like I think, out of everything we're talking about, she might be the most likely just because everybody loves her. Yeah. Which and uh, this is totally off topic again, but man, how far did Ahsoka come from that? crap movie which i saw in the theater you saw it in the theater didn't you yeah yeah yeah. oh i hated her opening day in the theater i was ready to go and then it was all sky guy and oh gosh fart was what was java's kid's name farty or something (laughs) oh yeah oh my gosh that was terrible i i i lost hope that day i did too and honestly i didn't watch the first season of rebels for a while i didn't either because I was, I was like, I'm not watching that garbage. I was like, this is for little kids, clearly. I'm I'm not going to watch it. And then I can't remember what motivated me to watch it, but eventually I did. And I was like, okay, they, they get better. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's Star Wars. It was, yeah, that's everything, right? It was quick, in and out. Yeah, not a lot to show, but, you know, understandable. Um, I want to throw this out there. This is, as far as I know, they weren't even actually at San Diego. That's... Everything I'm going to talk about is stuff that wasn't at San Diego Comic-Con, apparently. <laughs> uh, but I just real quick wanted to point out uh, that Mego was sort of doing their own Comic-Con on Instagram and social media. And we've discussed Mego on these podcasts before. Uh, we talked about last year when they uh, had their presence in Target. And now that they've kind of got a foothold in the marketplace, they've expanded uh, they're showing up in Walmarts now. You can get them pretty much in any online store. And they're expanding on the licenses that they're carrying. And during San Diego Comic-Con, they had two, to me, huge announcements. Uh, one, that they're doing a 1990 Pennywise the Clown that is one of the creepiest fucking things I've ever seen. If you If you take a moment and picture in your head what... Amigo Tim Curry Pennywise would look like it's ten times creepier than that. It looks incredible. It's got it's got um rooted hair, like fuzzy hair. It's got the soft goods, obviously it's me it's amigo, so it's got the soft goods clown suit. it just looks horrifying. I'm very it impressed. Really with does. It. Dude, oh my gosh. Um and then the other big announcement is that they are doing Wrath of Khan figures. 
Now, lots of people over the years have done Wrath of Khan figures. Playmates did some. Uh, Diamond Select did some. Uh, but nobody has ever done the full Enterprise crew in their movie uniforms. It's never happened. Mego has been very, very good about completing teams and franchises. You can get everybody from Facts of Life. You can get everybody from Full House. Like, they're really on point with completing things. And they showed Kirk and Spock, obviously, because those are the two you lead with. Uh, they showed Khan. And just from their track record over the past year, I have every confidence that we're finally going to get the full Enterprise crew in their movie uniforms, which is something I've wanted since I was a little kid. And they look fan Like, modern Mego is not quite the same as 70s Mego. The head sculpts are a little bit better. Uh, if you've seen their Freddy Krueger that they put out, like, yes, it's not NECA quality, but it's really, really good Mego quality. It, it, they, they have a certain retro sense to them, but the sculpts and the soft goods are, are much more advanced than what we had in, in the 70s. So I'm, I'm totally stoked. Uh, good job, Nico. Uh, Nico. Good job, Mego. Uh, you you blew me away without even being at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, uh, Ryan, what what is uh, what's something that caught your eye? Uh, let's talk about Mezco. Let's do it. So, Mezco, as far as one twelve goes, didn't show a whole lot this year. Um, we, you know, they showed off stuff that we had previously heard about. Um, they showed Gambit. We had seen Gambit. He was in the <clears throat> kind of catalog book they hand out. Okay, that's what I was going to ask Bear. you, because mm-hmm. I didn't remember seeing a Gambit prototype before, but I knew we knew about Gambit, and I couldn't remember the context. <clears throat> yeah, they just had his face in the book, same way they did with Aquaman. That's right. where we had seen Aquaman before. Right, right. Um, I think Gambit looks amazing. Um I don't know if I'll get him or not, just because I'm trying to scale back on how much my thousands of dollar toy shell <laughs> costs. Right. But man, he looks good. Like the mix of the armor, the jacket looks really good. They nailed the face sculpt. Like he looks good. It's funny you mentioned the mix because my um in my write up, that's exactly what I said. Is for some reason his mix of soft goods and then that armor chest plate just looks really really cool yeah so i think he looks real great um and then kind of the reveals they went through as far as the comic side they did a morbius the living vampire um which looks pretty fucking weird it does i think it's on the skinnier the spider-man body so i think in person it's gonna look really good and it's kind of a mix of some older stuff with him and some kind of new stuff um, What's with the pattern on his suit? I think it's one of those things they just do. Like, they did it with Cyclops. They're doing it on a couple of them, where I think they're afraid to, like, Flash. So Flash, you know, has just the solid spandex suit. Right. And it does kind of look plain when you look at it, um, more than the others. And so I think they kind of do that. They figure that out to kind of break it up a little bit. Um I wish they had displayed him with his arms out 
because you can see his little under capey thing yeah. is kind of draped behind him yeah, and yeah. it looks like it expands really big um it seems like somebody at mezco really likes that what's it the sons of midnight um because we've got blade morbius ghost rider like they're kind of like completing that little team oh you're right you're right midnight suns i didn't even think about midnight that suns. and i'm I'm looking at that Morbius, and you're right. You can see right under his arm, his little cape is kind of folded up, so it looks like it does, mm-hmm. like, expand out. Yeah, I think the face looks really good. We'll kind of see what accessories they throw with it. And, you know, timing-wise, I think it's smart, because by the time this thing actually hits... Jared Leto, baby! Yeah, the movie may be about to, you know, at least we should be seeing, like, trailers and whatever for By it. the time this figure comes out, the movie will be out on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, who's next? Oh, Iron Fist. So, eh. Iron Fist, so when I first looked at Iron Fist, I was like, ugh, that's terrible. And then I kind of looked at some of the more details, and I'm kind of warming to it. I think the arm wraps and the feet wraps look really good. Um... I think if they would add his the yellow sash around his waist that he traditionally wears, yes. so it kind of breaks it up, yes, it would make right. that figure look a thousand times better. Um, you know, it's still promotional. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, this thing uh, could prototype. look way different by the time it comes out. Yeah, so they may add that. You know, a lot of people were saying, yeah, y'all need to add that. Um and then you're totally right about the sash though that that would if he had a little yellow sash on i would have been like oh i might get him instead of oh this is ugly as fuck yeah it's it's just odd how they yeah you're right you're right didn't include that um and then the other i'm pulling it up they had well, well they had weird. new they had an updated version of the 1989 Batman yep. which I think looks great because I've got you know two 1989 Batman figures from NECA and I love them but the suit isn't quite right on the NECA ones because it's a plastic action figure Mezco mm-hmm. has the like rubber bodysuit with the rubber molded muscle pieces and everything on top, and it looks like the suit. Yeah, it it definitely looks like the suit. I think I think he's one in hand. He's gonna look a lot better. Yes, and I'm gonna be really happy with him. And static, just still shots like that. He looks stiff. He looks kind of stiff and boring. Right, which, you know, really, that suit is kind of stiff. Right, he can't turn his head. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know. Um, And then we got Spider-Man Far From Home, which I think was a genius way they did it. So they teased it. Um, Leading up the week before the show, they kind of put up these picture teasers. Yeah. And it was like a picture of a suit and an arrow up. And so people were guessing. And then the next one said Far From Home, if you decoded it. And then they were like, yep, here's the Spider-Man Far From Home figure, and it's for sale tomorrow, and went out that quick. Um, you know, I think he looks good. I don't get any of the movie figures, but... I I think it looks amazing, um, and this is going to sound so dumb, but for 90 bucks, which isn't a whole heck of a lot more than a standard 112 release, but... 
for me, it wasn't enough figure for 90 bucks. No, and if you looked on the site when you bought it, it said deluxe. And it's, and it's not. It's not at all. It doesn't light up. It comes with like a couple of web effects and a separate head, but that is what I would expect from a for regular a Mezco release. Dude, the Diabolic that I just got came with way more stuff. Yeah, so I don't really understand that. Which, by the way, that Diabolic... Holy shit! I recommend everybody if you're if you're into one twelves at all, get it. The bodysuit is one of the coolest things they've put out. Um, the the masked and unmasked heads both look great. All the accessories, everything. My review's going up probably in two weeks because I've got Dragon Con shit going on. But oh my gosh, this figure is phenomenal. Yeah, he's one I'd really like to see in person. Yeah, yeah and, it, and if if you're watching Amazon and he dips in price or anything, just jump on him because I I, I think at at one point he's gonna skyrocket. Mm. Um, and then the final Marvel thing reveal, which wasn't really a was, reveal. Yeah, I never even saw it. The only time I saw it was the picture that you sent me. I haven't seen it anywhere else. So they took it out of the case. Oh, um, okay. It was there. It's Thanos. Um, and you could only see the back. It's definitely a comic Thanos. Yeah. Um, you could see the Infinity Gauntlet, and it does not look good. Um, oh, really? See, I've only looked at it on my phone because that's where you sent it to me. Yeah, if you zoom in kind of and look at the gauntlet and stuff, I don't know. I think it seems like he's in early production maybe. The gauntlet, there's it's just off. It looks cheap. It doesn't look finished. Um, there were rumors going around that they were asked to take it off because it's not finished yet. Oh, you know, wow. all those get okay. like pending licensing approval. Yeah, yeah. And that they were told, yeah, don't show it yet. Oh. Um, but we know they're going to do it now at least. Uh, there's lots of questions about it. Is it going to be at like? Because it's a big looking figure. Um, well, I mean, it's got to be as big as their dark side. It has to right. Be. So the question is, is it going to be a dark side price? Um, I hope not. Dark side. I have dark side. I love him. He's got the stone. I certainly did not pay one hundred and eighty dollars for it. Right, and if I right. did, I'd be pissed. So we'll see what they do with him. If he lights up, or if they just kind of go the route. What if you know, the what if the stones on the gauntlet light up? How cool would that be? That would be awesome. I, but I still don't think I can't justify one hundred and eighty. No, 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 no. Um, so that was the Marvel. For DC, they kind of showed figures that we had seen before, but we got to see some updates to them. Uh, Wonder Woman looks amazing. Yes, they, that first picture of her didn't do anything for me, but seeing her here, mm-hmm. man, she looks great. Yeah, she's got some changes from when they first showed her. It looks like the head sculpt's been updated. There's some like yellow details and stars on the skirt. Um I really wish they would display her at least once without the armor on. Because um, when I get her, that's how I plan on displaying her yeah, without yeah. that junk on her. Yeah. Um, the, so shield, she good. the shield looks fantastic now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. The, the head and the hair are definitely different from the first thing we saw. Because this, to me, almost looks like George Perez. Mm-hmm. inspired art like it she just looks awesome yep and then we saw aquaman in person i do not um, like his green trunks yeah that's what a lot of people are saying i don't they, understand why they did that because that's not what i aquaman doesn't have green trunks like that does he 
he has before. Like, oh, has he? I, my thing with the Aquaman is I think he looks good, and I'm glad they're going with the orange and green style. Yeah. yeah. But my concern with that is if you look at – if you're going to put him with the rest of the Justice League they make, he's going to look real super friends yeah. next to other ones that do not look super friends. I think they need to make all of his green – that darker green that the trunks are uh uh-huh. and darken up the orange some and i think he'll be fine yeah yeah i can see that he just looks a little silly now um who else did we see i think that was it for dc well um, and then the black batman that i didn't even realize oh, yeah. was just the onyx edition yeah it's just the onyx edition with a black bat symbol instead but he looks he looks so cool he does. I won't oh, well. get him, but, you know. Um, well, he's gone, uh, right? Didn't they already sell Oh, yeah. One? He is, yeah. yeah he's yeah. one weird, limited, there's only 50 of them, um, deals like they did last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of my favorite things is they showed Magneto again, and I swear they're doing it on purpose at this point. Magneto Mangina was in full effect. Whoa! Like, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> like, I think it was on purpose and they pushed it in. <laughs> they, they said had to have. And it is worse than it's ever been. <laughs> oh my gosh, he looks like he's at a country western bar. <laughs> oh, or he looks like a people of Walmart. <laughs> he just, I swear they're trolling people they, with Dude, they, yeah, that has to be intentional. Yeah. It's gotta be. Um, and then we got Bluto and a new Popeye. Um, Which, by I know the way, you the, have the Popeye. Yes. You love Popeye. The Popeye is awesome, and I'm I'm glad. Because this one, um, at first I thought this was a two-pack. It's not. It's two separate figures. Um, the Bluto looks incredible and makes me hope that someday Mezco can do a goon figure. Oh yeah, in the one twelve scale, uh, but Bluto looks amazing, and it, it actually makes me want like Wimpy and and like some of the other characters. Poop Deck Pappy would be awesome, mm-hmm. uh, but this Popeye, I believe this is kind of the more traditional cartoon colors. Yeah, I think so. Uh, like the 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 one that you and I probably grew up watching, I think these are the colors we're more familiar with. So it makes sense because they did the comic strip Popeye, which is the one I've got. They did the full on sailor Popeye in the all Navy whites. Mm-hmm. And then this one I think is the kind of traditional animation one. Yeah. That's kind of what I picture when I think of Popeye is the one they've shown now. Excuse me. Um, one of the reasons I'm real interested in the Bluto, not that I'll get him, but that's your Hulk body right there. Like, they now have a body to build a comic Hulk on. And so oh. I wonder if that's what they're going to do, because all they'll have to do is change the plastic coloring, and there he is. Oh, you're right. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Um, and then I think one of their big – oh, before we get to him, um, they showed another John Wick – uh, John Wick has had some controversy in the fun world of Mezco collecting. So what they are doing and what they have said in interviews is they are still playing with the body that John Wilk- Wick is going to be built on. And what they've said is they're changing the body so that the suit fits better. 
So rather than change the suit, they're going to change the body. Interesting. Um, See, I've already I ordered the well. I guess it was the deluxe one with the big weapons. Yeah. I I went ahead and ordered it because I just felt like it was one of those things that because I'm I'm still mad at myself for not getting the Punisher that came with the giant weapons chest. Yeah, me too. I so I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and order this. And if for some crazy reason I decide I don't want it, obviously I can flip it. But I I got it. Yeah. And then they showed the final version, I guess, of Hellboy, which I bet they're kicking themselves oh, for that one. Jeez, yeah. Nobody's going to want that figure. No. I, um, well, and it's crazy because I guess they're far enough. I mean, it says spring 2020. That's a long time away. I mean, at this point, you know, Mattel cancels shit that's in final stages of development. There's a whole wave of NXT WWE figures that were done, like created, and they're not putting them out. Mm-hmm. I, well, I feel like Mezco should just cancel this thing. And it kind of feels like Mezco has canceled Justice League Flash. They've stopped showing him. They don't oh, answer questions about him. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I mean, it's one they showed for a long time, and now all of a sudden... He's just gone. They never show it. People have asked, and they don't say anything, so he's probably canceled. And then the big kind of surprise, Mezco, I think, was the Conan. Yes. Which is funny, because when they announced 112, which is how many years ago? 2015? 14? It was a long time ago. Yeah, that's one of the first licenses they announced. Yes, yes. And it's taken this long. I, You know, if they were going to do a Conan, that's the one I would want them to do. But I just – it looks good. I mean I think it looks great. But I just look at it and think, I don't know if that's an $80 figure. I think it is, and I, th- I think it's probably going to have a lot of accessories. Yeah. Now I'm hoping maybe he'll have like, you know, a big fur cape or something or Right, right. You know, like Iron Man didn't have any cloth goods or anything like that, but he was made of metal and he's awesome. It added value. So when I got him I was like, Oh yeah, this is eighty dollars or however much he was. So we'll see what they kinda do with Conan. As someone who has bought and who still owns quite a few like twenty ish dollar Conan figures. Let me just say that this one immediately looks to be <laughs> worth about 80 bucks compared to the ones that I have. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, that was pretty much it for Mezco. Um, now, Mezco traditionally, they did a lot last year, I think, but they tend to stick to the New York shows. That's where they're all based. So they prefer to show more at Toy Fair and at Comic-Con. So it's not too surprising. And, they're again, they're real backlogged. With right. What, I didn't want to see a whole lot from Mezco, to be honest. Yeah, they need to catch up. So, yeah, yeah, that was about it for Mezco. Now, they also revealed, let's see if I can remember, they're going to do uh, the Superman figures. Um, the Fletcher Superman figures in yeah, five the, inches. the five points figures. Yeah, and I think those look really good. Well, what's so weird, though, is they showed the Max Fleischer figures, they showed the Spirit, but they also showed, and we had already seen Scooby-Doo and the Addams Family at Toy Fair. Mm-hmm. What was so weird to me, though, is they showed Batman 1966 figures. Oh, I don't think I saw those. Yeah, 
they like Batman, Robin, Joker, Penguin, Catwoman. Um, I can't remember who else. There were like maybe two others and a Batmobile. But Funko just did an excellent and amazing line of three and three quarter inch Batman 66 figures, complete with a Batmobile, complete with a pretty wide range of villains. Like, not everybody, but I mean, they, they made it to Bookworm. And as far as I can tell, it didn't really set the world on fire. So it really shocks me that Mezco would dive into that within, you know, two years of Funko putting their Batman 66 stuff out. And when the Funko ones had uh, bending knees and elbows, too. Hmm. Whereas these are five points of articulation. So it's interesting. And they, you know, these look a little different. They're a little more... Uh, they almost look a little more like animation than they do yeah. like like the TV show, but still, it's, it was an odd decision. I was surprised to see it. Yeah. Um, the next thing that I've got, and, and it's it's kind of a one-shot, one and done, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there, is NACA. Uh, they showed some cool stuff, but the big one to me was the fact that they have the Hellraiser license back, and not just Hellraiser 3, like everybody else seems to get, but the the Hellraiser franchise license. Uh, and that's one of the first things that made collectors take notice of NACA was their Hellraiser line that had the, the build-a-pillar of torment or whatever it was called. It, it actually had, uh, you collected the entire wave of figures, and it would come with the pieces to build different, uh, pieces of architecture like one of them was a puzzle box one of them was the pillar of souls um, from Hellraiser 3 uh, one of them was the converted puzzle box from Hellraiser 2 uh, it was a really innovative line the figures look great to this day like they have aged better than any other horror figures from that era and now NACA has the license back and they showed an ultimate pinhead figure that is pretty much done. It's amazing that within a few days of announcing that they were doing Hellraiser again, they had the figure ready to go. Like they've kept that under wraps for this long. And if you know Naka's ultimate horror figures or, or ultimate line of figures, you know they're the best. And this pinhead looks absolutely incredible. And I'm stoked. It comes with two different heads. Uh, obviously, it's got a puzzle box. It's got a sort of pleather skirt rather than an all-plastic one like the older figures had. Uh, it, it just looks excellent. Absolutely going to add it to the collection and absolutely going to hope that they continue making Cenobites for as long as they can. Yeah, looks wonderful. Uh, what was your next pick? Um, well, I really want to save one for the end. <laughs> the the big killer. Um DC, oh, we can talk about DC Multiverse or whatever they're calling it now. DC Universe. It's it's Multiverse. Multiverse, you're talking about the six-inch ones? Yep. Yeah, DC Multiverse is the official name of the almost deadline. Yeah, so this is it. Like, you know, the line's been slowly dying for years now. Um, I still haven't found all the last wave that I was looking for. Um, but so they showed the last wave, and it... I hate it because it's like, yep, here's the last wave, and it's amazing, and look what we could have been doing the whole time. I know. That's what drives me crazy. 
Like, come on, guys. Um, so Killer Croc is the Build-A-Figure. He looks great. He looks like an animated series Killer Croc done in, like, a realistic comic book style. Yeah, he really does. And then the wave itself is just, I mean, it's wonderful. It's a Grayson Batman who, you know, I've really wanted to yes. go with. Um, my Damien, um, the Katana's fine, you know. Not whatever. one I would ask for, but she looks good. Yeah. Um, Red uh, Robin. Yeah. We need Red him. Ro- it's Tim. Yeah. Uh, a good Red Hood, modern Red Hood. Yes. That I think looks really good. And then, well, it's a tie for the two I was most excited about. One is KG Beast. Who I absolutely love. I've wanted KG Beast a figure like this forever. And now, are you looks, disappointed that it's a more modern KG Beast? I will take KG Beast in any <laughs> form I can get him. I agree. He is one of those that's just amazing. And so, you know, would I like the older one? Yeah, but I'll oh. take this KG Beast. Although in 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 the line, he's just called Beast. Oh, is he? Yeah, I yeah. See that. He's not KG Beast. He's just, I think he's just the beast. That's ridiculous. We all know who it is. <laughs> it's like Arrow tried to church it up. Don't church up, KG Beast. <laughs> Lean into it. And then the best one they've shown is this Alfred figure. Oh, my gosh. I mean, possibly the greatest DC figure of all time. I mean, he looks and grand. You know, it's Soup Body. I'm glad to see we're going out on a Soup Body. Well, but it's not, it's, not, it's not standard Soup Body, though. It's Joker Soup Body. That's true. It is Joker suit body. He comes yeah. with a nice little tray with a glass of water and some stuff you can serve. Um, <laughs> but then he comes with four heads. Four like, fucking heads. Where Where has this been, DC Universe? Yeah. And they're awesome. It's like a comic book Alfred. It's a 66 Batman Alfred. It's a, a Burton Alfred. Well, not just Burton, but you know the old Mike, movies. Michael Michael Gal, um, yeah. Alan Napier, comic book Alfred, and then you had to explain to me what this weird zombie alien thing is. Yeah, that's outsider head. I can't. <laughs> I don't even remember that, and I totally read what. What was it from? Uh, so originally, Outsider was from like Silver Age, but he looked different. He was kind of like crystallized, weird looking. But in Flashpoint, um. He came back as the Outsider, and for a little while after Flashpoint, Outsider like came back, like to the main DC universe. It was it was not a great time for DC, <laughs> but you know that's a nice little throw in there for yeah, you know yeah. people that like it. Nobody's going to use it, given no. the other three options. Yeah, I don't even know which head. I mean, this is one I may get two to have the comic book Alfred, and then to get the movie Alfred to put with my Keaton Batman right. that Naka made. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, the wave is just great. I'll probably never actually see it in a store because I, I have no idea how they ship those anymore. Well, here's the crazy thing: is you can go to Big Bad and get it for like 115 bucks for the whole wave right now. Can you? It's, che- it's cheaper than. Because normally it's six figures, normally twenty bucks a piece, which is one hundred and twenty dollars. Typically, Big Bad sells those for like one hundred and forty-five bucks for the wave. So I don't know why this is cheaper, 
But this wave and the wave before it, the one with Starfire and Beast Boy and all, mm-hmm. are 115 bucks for the whole wave. Huh. I don't know why, but yeah, I, I had them ordered, and then I canceled them, and then they showed this Alfred, and I'm like, shit, I might need to put this back on pre-order. Grab it. Yeah. And then the other ones they showed, they had the Poison Ivy, um, which she's fine. Well, she's a, here's what I realized, because she... She doesn't look great, but she's a throwback figure. Right. Yeah, those other three are the weird throwback figures. And they're technically, which this kind of annoys me because it means they're probably going to be $25. Um, They're part of that fancy movie multiverse line. Are they? Yeah, because they're showing up at Target's now, and I saw a picture of somebody that had found Joker and Batman, and they're... uh, they're in that blue fancy box. And those blue fancy ones, they've been real hit or miss. Well, I don't see, know if you know you've what, seen... Though? You know what, though? I'm thinking everything comes in the blue fancy box now. I think you're right. It, does, it does. It all comes in that box now. So I don't know. They may not be 25. Yeah. I mean, I think the Joker looks crappy, but that's the Joker look they're going for. So, I mean, I guess they did what they set out to do. Well, he's the, um, he's supposed to be the, the Toy Biz 1989 Joker. Yeah. Like, he's an update of that. Now, what... So, with Multiverse ending, what are your kind of, like, final thoughts about Mattel post-DC Universe classics? I, I don't know. I don't know what Mattel's going to do. Um, you know, I guess they're trying with this He-Man line. Um but so DC will go to McFarlane, right? That will be the new people that do it. Um, but other than that, I mean, I can't think. What else is Mattel doing now? I think Mattel's bread and butter is WWE now, which we'll we'll get to that in just a minute. <laughs> yeah. um, but but as far as just what D, what Mattel's output has been since. DC Universe Classics ended, like the multiverse stuff. What's kind of your your moratorium about the last, what, three years, I guess, of, I, of, of Mattel's DC output? You know, I'll say I appreciate they did put in effort to try to fill in some last gaps that people really wanted, um, especially with, like, Vixen and Ray. Obviously, I'm excited about KG Beast. Um, spoiler. So... They really did try to finish off the line, um, and you know I've ta- I know we've talked about the line as a whole. It's an amazing line. It went for a long time. It looks amazing on the shelf. Um, I think they kind of hit a wall as far as they had done everybody as it was dying out. So, you know, I appreciate what they did in the end. I think they messed up with their movie figures. Um, they did not sell well at all. Like the Shazam figures just sit. Um, the Aquaman figures sat on shelves. So well, the Shazam figures look terrible though. It's funny because I actually bought now, granted I got more than half of them on clearance, but I bought all of the movie figures, um, from, let's see, I'm looking at them right now. I guess Justice League, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. 
I bought all of those, and I think they're fantastic. They're 100% new tooling. The likenesses look really good. The paint jobs are great. Like, I think they're great, great action figures, but they had some assortments that were kind of weak. Like, the Wonder Woman had had some real head scratchers like why why they picked uh one character instead of another like why I, it just it, it was just kind of odd the way they chose to put the figures out but i i love those figures i think they're great and as far as the multiverse stuff like you said to see these last two waves which i assume this is it because they have to be done by the end of the year. Oh, they've said this is it. Okay, so to see these last yeah. two waves and be like, these look phenomenal. Why weren't you guys doing this for the past? Because I th- didn't classics end in 2016? Yes. Why haven't you been doing this for the last three years? Right. And I think, you know, they had the opportunity back then. They could have done what Marvel Legends did, take some time off, and then essentially yeah. restart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, then, and I think they sort of like they did that, but then when they restarted, they had they because they did the mix of TV and comic figures, which I think was a terrible mistake. Yeah, um, which I wish Hasbro would stop doing that. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I can't say I'm necessarily sad to see DC going somewhere else. But I don't know that McFarlane is really the place I wanted it to go. Yeah. Well, and I'll say, you know, the DC Multiverse figures, even the first wave from way back when, those have aged better than, like, the Marvel Legends that are that old. From the same era, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. And so, I like, while Marvel Legends, I'm definitely going back through and replacing characters, there's not a lot of DC universe figures that i could see wanting to replace no no like, i can't see much in the way of upgrades on on any of the mattel stuff which is yeah. interesting no but i think mattel's biggest enemy is themselves they've always had distribution problems uh they just canceled a, a very popular and beloved by fans uh series of wrestling figures because of oh, distribution no, I, problems oh i thought you were talking about the DC wrestling. We'll talk about that later. Um, no, no, I'm talking about the uh, the WWE retro figures that are like the old Hasbro figures. Uh, they could not get those to stores for some reason, and it tanked the line. And now it's it's on hiatus. Is their official word? Uh. Uh, well, we got to move on to the next thing, and uh, my next thing that I, I suppose I have to talk about due to the nature of my career and my history are the WWE. Masters of the Universe action figures. So, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, look, I love WWE. I love Masters of the Universe. I'm not interested in these. However, and, well, and the core concept of them is they are wrestling figures because this line is basically the same thing as the new Masters of the Universe Origins line. It's five-inch scale figures done in the He-Man style, but with articulation. Uh, and we'll just go ahead and say right now, Masters of Universe Origins is launching next year uh, to coincide with the movie that's supposedly coming out. Uh, they announced He-Man, Skeletor, Man-at-Arms, Beast-Man, Tila, and Evil Lynn. Uh, they all have 
articulation, unlike the original vintage figures, but we'll probably talk about that more with Mr. Bo Brown if we can get him on for a mini cast. So we won't go too deep into that here. But alongside that, they're launching the WWE Masters of the Universe line that are five inch figures. But the thing is, they are, if you take all of the armor and stuff off of them, they're just wrestling figures. And that's they, a smart idea. It is. It's smart. Well, it's smart to do it that way. I don't know that the idea is actually smart, but it's a, <laughs> it's if you're going to do it, that's the smart way to do it. Uh, that sting clawful combo makes me laugh every time I see it. Though. Oh, they're all hilarious because they've got Terror Claws, Triple H. Uh, they have Finn Balor with these like ropes attached to his hands. The Grayskull ring looks awesome. And I will absolutely buy that. Um, I I just question who is the market for these that's toys. What I don't understand because they look like children's toys. <laughs> um, they're not going to appeal to people who collect WWE elites. They're not going to appeal to people who are just, like Bo isn't going to buy these. Yeah. Um, I yeah I th- I think they're going to tank. I think they're going to tank faster than Funko's Savage world figures have tanked which by the way series two on clearance at target now uh officially been released at target for under a month (laughs) uh yeah these are i think we might see two waves of these and that'll be the end of it but i will buy the ring and i will buy the new day manny faces that is a manny faces figure with the three members of new day or the different faces one of the reasons I really wish that figure was coming out within the next week or two before Dragon Con. Oh, to get Xavier to sign it? Just so. I don't even want Xavier to sign it. I just want to take it with me and go talk to Xavier and be like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> he, but he'll put it over. He'll, he will, he will, I'm sure he will absolutely not uh, and you know, poo-poo If I figure. see him. We will probably talk about it at Dragon Con, and he will oh, probably yeah. talk me into buying it because he'll have me all hyped about it, and I'll be like, I definitely need that figure. That's true. We don't we don't need to have it with us to talk to him about it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. We, we will, uh, at some future episode of the Needless Things podcast, we will report back <laughs> with Xavier Woods' likely kayfabe thoughts on the Manny Faces New Day figure. <laughs> uh, all right, got to wrap this thing up. Ryan, what is your final pick from san diego comic-con oh lord it's gonna be a big one it's like marvel legends looks at my bank account and goes yeah that's nice let's see how much we can take out of that my gosh you're not kidding and and look i every year i say i've got to cut back on what i'm buying from marvel legends and every year they do something crazy like a fucking strong guy build a figure (laughs) I mean, it, it. what's interesting about what they revealed is they have now basically checked off almost everything of all the people's list of, like, here's who we're missing. Um, so, yeah, we're getting the strong guy Build-A-Figure. Um, with that, they're doing the Gambit Polaris 2-pack. Havoc, Havoc and Polaris. Oh, Havoc. It, totally sorry. in their, like, Peter David era yeah. X-Factor gear. Yeah, my only issue with that thing is I am damn sick of that effect. The magic effect they include with yeah. it's and it's a it's a great accessory, but they've way overused it. It's time to 
get a new one. Um, and then I like the Walgreens exclusive. Um, the I think their packaging is is Danny Moon. Um, yeah, she's she, well. Who knows? They may do packaging variants, but yeah, it's it's Danny Moonstar, Karma. No, wait. Yep. Car, yeah, yeah, Karma and Wolfsbane. Yeah, and the Wolfsbane comes with you know the head and the hands. But I wish um, there was just a regular Rain Sinclair head too. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm assuming they're going to make a magic in that costume. I hope they do. Oh, they have to. They have um, to. And then, so at that point, really, we're just missing what Sunspot, Cipher. That's about it. Yeah, we've got Warlock. I mean, I guess if they wanted to do Douglock, maybe. Yeah, they could. But uh, but yeah, they're. I mean, they're on the way. Yeah. Who else did they show? Uh, they got more pictures, like promotional shots of the Wendigo wave, which is looking really good. I ordered a um, few of them. I don't really care about the Wendigo build a figure, but I ordered Nightcrawler and uh, Boom Boom and one other one i can't remember who the other one is now yeah um a big surprise they uh revealed the full wave of the next avengers wave um it's a full movie wave which i'm thrilled about yeah and that thing went up for pre-order like that day well but the thing is they have everybody except for iron patriot up on hasbro pulse Oh, I thought I saw him on there. No, he's not up unless he's in some... Because, you know, that, that website's not organized the best. Sometimes you have to go to, like, pre-orders and Marvel Legends to find everything. So, unless he's buried somewhere. But I, I have not seen him yet. And huh. Valkyrie sold out immediately, but last time I looked, they had more stock on her. I wish Heimdall was from an earlier movie, though. Yeah, I think it's odd that they did that. Because um, he's one of the big missing movie figures, right? I don't yeah. collect the figures. Yeah, but... yeah, he's one that's that's been absent and been much requested, but I'd much rather have him in his armor than his homeless guy Ragnarok look. Right. Oh, yeah, he's back up. Iron Patriot. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, uh, he's there. And then they're um, doing the, uh, the Giant Man Build-A-Figure. They're selling by itself, which I think is very cool. Even though the yep. figure's way too small, if people want it, at least they don't have to spend a lot to get it. Yeah, they updated Vision. Um, and then the Lebowski Thor's to Build-A-Figure. You know, I think he looks really good. He's a movie figure I would probably buy if I could just get him. Because right. I don't do the movie figures, but... Um, and two, then they two different heads, which is nice. Get sunglasses head and no sunglasses head. Yeah, they had the uh, X Force Deathlock, which is a weird choice, but well, know. but they're they're completing X Force. Yeah, like if you go back and look, they have done um, everybody in that iteration of X Force. The only ones they've got left, they need to do an X Force Psylocke. Well, you know what? I don't know that Psylocke had a do- no. She did. They need to do an X-Force Psylocke and an X-Force Archangel, and I think they're done with that uh, team. Mm-hmm. Um, were the 80th... I see, it gets... They announce so much stuff all, all the time. All of the 80th stuff was already announced at Toy Fair. None of that was new. Um, okay. But Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Wolverine, that three-pack, is Yeah, new. which... I find odd. Like, everybody's real excited about that pack, and I think it looks good, 
but I guess I found that Jean Grey and when way back when they did her when they first restarted, and I think she's fine, but I guess a lot of people didn't get her. I um, think a lot of people missed her, and this one does look better. Um, the proportions are better. The feet are better. She doesn't have the stupid heel feet. Yeah, I like the ponytail head. Um, I, th- this is she. She's a worthy upgrade. Um, yeah. Cyclops's jacket looks awesome. Yeah, it does. I'll probably end up with that three pack. And uh, the Wolverine. I mean, they just released a Wolverine almost exactly like this, but Wolverine sells, so I can't really argue it. Yeah. Uh, they had Shang Chi, which is one everybody's wanted for a long time. I'm really glad they did his 1970s like original Shang Chi, so he's a definite get. Um, the Savage She Hulk, or whatever they're calling no, no, her. I can't that's remember. that's Hulk. Hulk, yeah. Which she's already gone back. That's, I think that's gender neutral like that. Hulk. Yeah, so I'll skip that. Um, they did the Deadpool Hit Monkey two pack in the white suits, and it's a comes... great novelty, but I won't get it. Yeah, but I'll probably uh, get it for my son. <laughs> they did an update like a camo fatigue Punisher. Eh. Um, it's fine. And then who else they showed? They showed some more Spider-Man video game figures. Yes, and they look great, and they're actually new sculpts instead of just repaints that don't look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, showed Age of Apocalypse figures including an update of one of the biggest shelf warmers of all time, Age of Apocalypse Wolverine. God, I, you know, I forgot I had that figure, so I went and looked at my shelves because I was like looking at it, and I was like, terrible. I'm pretty sure I have that. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, that's why he's in the back. Like, and, th- <laughs> and, you know, that figure, one, it's terrible. Two, it was it was a peg warmer for years. Yeah. I but this one actually looks kind of cool. Yeah, the head's like really like that weird yeah. big stylized. Yeah, it's and, crazy looking. And then I, and then morph, which whatever, I don't need that. And okay. uh, Nate Gray. Which yeah, I, well, I'll get Nate. I'm a big fan of Nate Gray. I totally would have bought him, you know, 25 years ago, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Not really that invested in that guy now. I mean, it gives me hope, like, seeing Morph and Negre, we are so close to Adam X, the extreme. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> I'll buy, like, several Adam Xs, if that's what I got to do. You know, like, I think... I, him I, I, and Maggot, like, come on now, give them to me. I got to say, I think that's a pretty good play. Adam X really should be the end to any <laughs> show, any successful show. Uh, um. A new vulture, he looks really good. And then they showed one of the big ones people have been requesting is an updated Doom. Um, and they haven't come out with him for a long time. Does he look that much better than the old one, though? No. No. Yeah, I won't get him. I like he has two heads, so you can kind of do whichever mask you like a little better. Um, But he's one I don't need to upgrade for. That Marvel Legends Doom that came out got... with the Fantastic Four. Yeah. He's great. He is. So I don't think I'll update him. And then they did the Cosmic Ghost Rider, which the comic's fine, but I don't see. You know, it's a pretty metal-looking figure. I mean, the toy looks awesome, but I have no investment in the character whatsoever, so whatever. Yeah. 
And then probably the Marvel Legend I was the most excited about was Squirrel Girl. The only issue I have with her is they did her as one of the legendary riders, you know, that comes in the box and is, what, $40, I think? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't need to be a legendary rider. Like, I don't need a scooter for her. Um, and so I don't know if they did that to kind of help with the offset of the tooling they had to do for her, for the tail and everything. That's my guess, because that's basically the Deadpool scooter, right? Oh, yeah, it is. It's just got the um, basket on the front now for Tippy yeah. and other squirrel. So, you know, I'll get it. I'll definitely get her. Um, but I think that, like we said at the beginning, the big win for Hasbro Marvel Legends this year is that strong guy. Like, Ooh, he just. Baby, I've been asking for that forever. God, he looks good. Proportions um, are perfect. Yeah, he's going to look crazy on the shelf. The only thing I worry about him is that is a top-heavy looking figure. <laughs> yeah, but I bet um, I'm looking at it, and I bet there's a lot of hollow plastic up there. Yeah, I hope so, because that thing's going to fall right over it. <laughs> um, and one thing I hope, you know, they did the same thing with Marvel Legends they did with Star Wars, where they had this giant, huge display. And if you haven't seen it, find somebody that took a bunch of pictures of it. It is amazing. Well, go like, go to uh, go to the Foosh. Yeah, I mean, it's multi-layered. There's tons of stuff going on. There's some, what they said again, were custom figures of Doombots in there that look really good, and I hope they make... There was a Deadpool Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, it's just crazy the output that Marvel Legends is doing. Um, You're telling me I want to get a second job. Yeah, no kidding. All right, Ryan, do you feel like we've covered all of the coolest and best toys from San Diego Comic-Con 2019? I do. I do. Um you know, overall for the show, I think we had talked before. I was expecting, I think, a little bigger show than we got. Um, and I don't know exactly why I was kind of underwhelmed on the whole by the toys this year. But we got some really cool stuff. So, Well, and we got some big, big movie news. Yeah. But before we talk about that... You and I are going to take a little break and get Mr. Mike Gordon on the horn, and the listeners are going to take a break for about a week when we come back with part two of our San Diego Comic-Con coverage. Ryan, thanks for coming on, talking about toys. Let's take five and come back and talk about the the real superstars of this year's Comic-Con. Just a little preview. The Gotham Universe is back. Oh, baby. Woof. Can I tell you guys, can I tell you how glad I am that I only have to record one episode tonight, or only have to produce one episode tonight, and that I have a whole week before I have to do the next episode. Uh, it's been, this might be the fastest turnaround I've ever had. We finished recording a little bit after 11 o'clock. It's 11.46 right now. I've already got the picture done. Uh, I am almost done with the production on the episode. By midnight, I will have everything uploaded and ready to go uh, to to Podbean and to publish to NeedlessThingsPodcast.com. Isn't that something? 
Oh, man. Uh, so Dragon Con, right around the corner. I'm, I am fully in preparation mode now, although, again, I don't have a ton to prepare for. I have a couple of panels on the American Sci-Fi Classics track, obviously. Uh, I believe I am moderating a couple of panels for the horror track. I might be doing something for the puppetry track, and I might have a couple other things that I cannot mention yet. And I definitely have one other thing that I definitely am not mentioning yet. But again, you guys probably kind of know what's up. Uh, the, the only questions are how much cool stuff can happen between now and then. Oh, also, I need I need a Sir Davos sword. I don't know if I've really spilled the beans on this yet, but I have a kick-ass Sir Davos costume. I think I mentioned this on the show. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. But I need a Sir Davos sword and also uh, scabbard or sheath. I don't know which or if it's either. And belt. I've got everything else, but I need that. Help me out. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.